this is the time to really sit back and think about your business and how you can maintain your business. But it yet is going to be in a very different way. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating industry experience into physical success. This is your design business tightly fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. Our thanks to podcast sponsor Article. With Article, your items travel fast. Article's in-stock items ship in two weeks or less, and over 80% of their catalog is ready to ship. Go check them out at wingnut.article.com. Hey there, welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, the Grand High Poobah of all things Wingnut, Darla Jethro Powell. And I'm joined by the soulless ginger, Sweet Cheeks McGee. Hello, hello. How are you? Hey, sweet cheeks. Hi, sweet cheeks. How are you doing? I see you have a Corona light. Of course I do. You know, it's the antivirus. That's one of the better things about recording podcast later in the afternoon. It's happy hour. I know. It, it is. is it is nice. Hour. It is very nice that it's happy hour. I mean, is it bad when you open the refrigerator and you look into the refrigerator and go, hmm, do I have enough beer today? You know, I'm just asking for <laughs> a friend. Enough beer for the day. Yeah. If just asking for a friend. If it's you know. one, that's plenty for me for one day. Now, whiskey, that's another now story. Now, one. Oh, well, come on now. Not a huge beer drinker. You have to like pace yourself. So you drink beer during the day to mm-hmm. by the time evening rolls around, then you can go to your whiskey. Yeah. No, I no. mean, have, it's like a, it's prepping. It's pre-gaming. <laughs> Listen, my ass needs no more pre-gaming, gaming, post-gaming. I really, I do you, need to. Do you have the COVID-19? I need to dry out. Yeah. But the, the 19 pounds. Oh, those. Yes. Okay. Like instead of the freshman 15 that you, you said, that was pretty clever. I, you must you have heard what? that from someone no, else. No, I did not. That was actually straight up all Amish. There's no so way you know. made that up. That's just way too clever. No. I Listen, I can surprise you. Trust me. So sweet cheeks. Yes, Jethro. Yesterday. Was my birthday? I know we're we're pre-recording this, so I want everybody to know <laughs> that Darla tried to trick me. She said, "So if we're going to do the pre-recorded show and it's before and it's going to air the day after my birthday, what am I getting for my birthday?" And I'm like, "You really think that I'm going to tell you what you're getting for your birthday?" It was worth a shot. Did you see when I tagged you in on Facebook that I want? No, I didn't. And it's like no interest now for like a billion years. The interest part concerns me because that means it might be a billion dollars. No, no, no. It's not that bad. No. I think you got your John Wick action figure and seen how we are in a pandemic and everybody is watching their budget. Hear me out, sweet cheeks. Out of luck, sweet cheeks. Hear me out, sweet cheeks. The Peloton bike thingy. Um, (laughs) I want the Peloton bike thingy. Darla, you have a mirror that you had to have. A mirror? What mirror? Uh-huh. Exactly. Oh, so you mean the, the mirror the workout? mirror workout that you had to have? I use Why it. don't you just march your little butt in the gym or your bigger butt in the gym <laughs> and use that mirror and save us a lot of money? Cause I I'm, do use it. I'm not buying you a Peloton I, bike. I use it to stretch and do yoga mostly. You know mostly. what? Guess what? Mm-hmm. There is a bike in there, stationary, that you had <laughs> to like have. It's like a Sears special. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It was not. I think we got it on Amazon. Listen. We build it ourselves. Listen, listen, and the, Lin- and the, listen, Linda, the cranks nothing, are crooked. nothing new is going to make that COVID-19 come off. It's going to be all <laughs> blood work, sweat, hard work, tears, and a lot of complaining. And a Peloton is not going to solve that problem. For Shut you. up. 
Okay, let's get on with this. I don't this. like you at all. I know. Don't like you at all today. Oh, sweet, good. Sweet cheeks. Sweet cheeks. You don't like me, but yet you call me sweet cheeks. <laughs> Natalie, let's t- talk about Joan. Well, let's Hello? talk about Joan, baby. Let's talk, talk about, about Joan, baby. <laughs> I don't know any other words no, that would be no. appropriate to talk about Joan. Continue that song. Darla, maybe we need to elaborate a little bit on how we actually met Joan. So we're in this conference. I forget who was speaking. It might have been the Overlord or Abby McCullum. An Overlord, I mean Kate O'Hare. There you go. She is the Overlord Mm -hmm. and Abby McCullum of HGTV. Vice President, thank you. I couldn't remember which one was speaking, but I know Joan had a question, something about branding and, and this and that. And I looked at Darla and I said, wait a minute. I have no idea who she is, but why is she asking this? I'm like, doesn't she realize she is her brand? That she's fabulous, right? Oh. Yes. Absolutely. And I was like, and you know me, I'm kind of like, I'll just go talk to anybody. It doesn't bother me at all. And I went up to her afterwards at that evening at a little cocktail party that they had had, and she had changed her clothes. And I was like, wait a minute, this lady was already extremely fabulous. She changed her clothes. She's like Cher. I've never seen anyone do a costume change so often at a design event. It was amazing. I know. She, she's into authentic, older clothes, you know, the vintage clothing line. And she changed again. And I walked up to her and I said, look, I'm like, you have no idea who I am. Please don't take this the wrong way. I go, but you were asking about branding. Hello, you are the brand. You need to be your brand. And I introduced myself. I told her who I was. We hit it off. It was like magic. So not only is she amazing and fabulous and has a terrific sense of style. I mean, seriously, her wardrobe alone. I, if I was a size one like she is, like I, I would steal it from her. Um, I think we've already discussed that's not the case. So let me tell you guys a little bit more about Joan Ravisi. Joan Ravisi is a luxury interior designer performing interior miracles for her clients in New Jersey, New York City, and Florida, or wherever her clients need beautifully curated interiors. Her love of fashion, vintage, and all things classic influences her work. In fact, she enjoys searching and sourcing from vintage resale shops all the way to the flea markets of Paris. Joan has rebranded her company because, as she says, at a certain point in life, you find out who you really are. And she is an active member of ASID New York Metro Chapter and on the incoming board of directors as membership director. She also sits on the prestigious design council of Signature Kitchen Suite of LG Appliances and Baldwin Hardware. Joan is also active in the National Kitchen and Bath Association, where she most recently presented at the coveted Voices of the Industry lecture series in Las Vegas. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming our friend Joan Ravisey to the Wingnuts Social Podcast. Hey there, Joan Ravisey. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. How the hell are you? I'm doing great, Darla. How are you? We are doing fabulous, even in spite of the situation going on right now. Natalie and I were just telling the Wingnuts listening about how fabulous and amazing you are and how Natalie spotted you across the crowded room at the DIC, at the Designers Influencer Conference, and it was love at first sight. It was. It was. At least that's how she remembers it. it that's how exactly. Look, <laughs> didn't you hear us both chime in at the same time? It was. I mean, come that, on. That's how I remember it. Should I be worried? Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. So, Joan, when Natalie went over and stalked you at the dick, you basically got into talking about branding with her because you had a question about that in a panel that was going on there. And Natalie was a little bit like, wait a minute, this kick-ass, fabulous woman with a sense of style to Venus (laughs) is asking about her branding when it's so apparent that it's, I mean, look at her. So tell us a little bit about what happened after that and what your thoughts were in changing your branding then. And then we'll dive into what you think 
designers can do to leverage the current situation when it comes to their branding? Well, Darla, that's a great question. It has been a process. And, you know, when you're trying to brand yourself, it's a challenge. And I do believe at some point in life, you really need to figure out who you are and you really should know who you are. And to define that is very difficult on your own. And it was wonderful to have Natalie approach me and we talked about that. Having someone else observe you, maybe that knows you well and then maybe doesn't know you very well, to tell you or share with you what your brand might be. Yeah. I was really thinking about that with Natalie and with you and other people that are important to me in my life, both professionally and personally, that were able to observe me from the outside. Because, you know, when people ask you, you know, tell me about yourself, tell me what you've done. You know, we tend to be modest, at least I try to be, I've been raised that way, but that's changing. But, you know, it's, it's <laughs> I know, no, really, I am. Uh, I, I mean, I can be, but I'm learning to change that. And I think you have to be able to share your accomplishments and that's part of your brand and that's part of who you are. And I like that you mentioned that to get a people that know you, because we had Karima Negmoosh on the show last year. And one of her tips and takeaways was to ask people close to you to describe you, give you adjectives yes. to describe you, to describe your brand, maybe five to 10. Did you actually go through that or was it more of an informal kind of situation? No, I did some really serious deep diving because as you know, I went through a big life change and not only was my personal life disrupted. So was my professional life as a result of that. So I wanted to really rethink where I was in my life and be, shall I say, more modern and up to date Mm -hmm. with technology, social media. And honestly, my fellow wingnuts there, I kept waiting for social media to go away. And it, it, it certainly was not. And I was seeing that. And I'm thinking, you know. Good luck with that. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, uh, I was just seeing now, you know, you have to be engaged in that and participate and collaborate with other professionals. In my life, I've always been doing things on my own. And that's really how it was when you were self-employed. But now it's very different in the gig economy. It's very different. You cannot do this alone. No. And after 30 years of being in the business, was there any part of it that was just completely terrifying when you went to rebrand? I mean, I know you wanted social media to go away. So what terrified you about that? What terrified me the most, Natalie, was trying to find the creatives that had the same or similar mindset as my own that would be able to help me. Certainly, I... I, engaged and worked with both of you at Wingnut Social, and it's been an extraordinary experience. Thank you. But moving outside of that, there was more to the process that I found terrifying was finding someone to help me do my website. Mm. And shall I say, letting go of the old to bring in the new was very hard for me because I'm a very loyal person. Letting go of old subcontractors that were working or letting go of that control? Letting go of the control, Mm, definitely. That's a huge barrier for us in the design industry. It's huge. It is huge. So therefore, you know, I agree, Darla, that it really brings you to wanting to find people to assist you with the similar mindset and that are willing to help you and be engaging and patient through this 
technology that we have to live through and uh, was a which was also a huge learning curve for me was huge i remember seeing you at uh, high point market and natalie was sitting with you in the audience at a panel i was doing and um sitting there showing you how to do stories <laughs> the good old days and look at you now Jalen. look at you now <laughs> so a lot of interior designers especially women are afraid to play big they tend to play small when it comes to branding like you said before you're modest but you're kind of changing that you're learning how to be a little less modest. And that doesn't mean I'm interpreting it. I don't want to put words in your mouth, braggadocious or or boastful or anything, but just not playing small anymore, not being afraid of the potential. Did some of that play a part in your branding? Because to look at you, there was there's nothing about you that would have, I would think that you were playing small at all. Did that have any kind of like, like Lauren Sullivan said, were there any monkeys talking in your head, keeping you at bay? Oh, yes, I do have a monkey brain. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like to play big. I do look at the larger picture and where I fit in that in the broad spectrum of life and work. My friends say that about me, that I'm very brave and I, you know, go for it. To me, I'm an all or nothing girl. If I'm going to do it, I want to do it big and I want to do it well. Right. And you do. Thank you very much. But I do think as women, and I, you know, very supportive of other women in my life, you know, women do have that working in their brain. I really do. Absolutely. I do still to this day. I still have the monkey brain like Lauren likes to say. And, and you know, those little voices sometimes they're like, why, why don't play small? It's okay. It's, you know, I think as women, we're trained to, you know, sit there, look pretty, yes. not talk to so much and to be people pleasers. Yes. So that I think that's something that a lot of us do struggle with. Can you tell us a little bit about what's different about your company now that you rebranded from the old Joan to the new Joan? Okay. I'm being less formal. I was always very careful about my privacy. And I realized in this day and age, that no longer exists. So what goes out into the universe is out there. And I try to manage that as best I can so that whatever is out there is always professional and something that is I'm proud of. So that's how I manage just these new changes for the new Joan, where the old Joan was very private. I was very careful. I, mean, I did no advertising. All my work was always referral and honestly still is. But certainly that paradigm is changing in, in many ways. But that was the old Joan. The new Joan is more public, more available, more accessible, and just out there. And I that was a very big transition for me. Because I, I feel once you lose your privacy, there's no getting it back. And trying to be off the grid is impossible. You just can't. Be. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. You know, I've just embraced our robot overlords. I'm all in all the Googles. I'm like, listen, you know, if I'm going to go, I'll just go assimilated. That's fine. right. 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 <laughs> Natalie and Giraffe. Yes, Darla. You know, as the money girl, for you, the bottom line is so important. And did you know that with Article, interior designers, architects, and other businesses have access to exclusive pricing and tax-exempt purchasing on their entire furniture catalog, plus specialized service by joining Article's trade program? I absolutely knew that, and they have great support. Technical support if you're having issues with the website, invoicing support, product support, it doesn't matter, they just got support. They sound well supported. They are. They are amazing. <laughs> and I tell you what, if you want to get in on everything Article has to offer, make sure you become an Article trade member today. And to register, go to wingnut.article.com. 
That's wingnut.article dot com. You can thank us later. One thing I have noticed about you, Joan, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't known you as, you know, pre-Wingnut and pre-all the visibility in social media and the rebranding. And, and we had a very small part in that because you were a client with us for a little bit. You kind of learned to DIY it, and now you're you're running with it on your own, beautifully, I might add. So, I mean, we did a webinar for the NKBA, and I remember one of the um, commenters or one of the panel, I can't remember who it was, said, Joan, you're everywhere. What is it that you're doing? You're doing a webinar here. You're doing a webinar here. You're in New York. All over the place. Is that something that's that's new to you? Is that something that's changed? Do you find you're doing that more frequently since you've mastered that social media bug? That's a great question, Darla, because yes, I've been very, shall I say, aggressive in reaching out through my memberships of NKBA and ASID to really take advantage of the opportunities that they offer. The old Joan didn't do any of that, but now the offers of being at NKBA, being on the design councils, both with LG and and Baldwin, Mm -hmm. reaching out to New York now has really been a big part of the collaboration of the colleagues that I've known for over 30 years. And just being more aggressive, shall I say, in Mm -hmm. wanting to do my work and be out there. Yeah, not playing small, getting out there, getting out in front of people. Yeah, I I love it. Okay, so what are some of the elements that went into your branding that changed that you think facilitated this additional visibility besides you yourself, Joan, making the internal change, not playing so small, being a little bit more assertive, being more aggressive, going after what you want? What kind of characteristics on your branding do you think changed to help facilitate some of that visibility? Well, you know, the branding was, again, defining Joan Ravisey Design LLC and where I want to go and what I want that to look like and for that brand to be across all social media website to be identical and that to be a smooth presentation of my brand. I know this sounds really simplistic, but it wasn't, was I reached out to my graphic designer, Lenore Noller, she's an amazing designer, and put it our designs to paper and our thoughts on paper and created my logo, my tagline, colors, and that extrapolated to, of course, the website and then social media. So you keep all those colors and branding consistent across all the platforms. Absolutely. That's very important. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I will say to my friends listening that that is the thing to define first. That's a, that's a great takeaway, actually. It, it's an esoteric answer. It's an esoteric question, too, because... Yeah, it is. It is. But, but, <laughs> I excel at those. But it's, it's a moving target, how you define yourself. But it takes a lot of thinking. And it's fluid. It, it is kinda, fluid. It's always evolving. And once you define yourself and you say, okay, at one particular point in time on the timeline, this is my brand, this is who I am, it might change. Yes. Next year, it could be changed. It's always evolving. I'm sure you 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 would agree with that, that the Joan Ravisey brand could mature and grow and you could get interested in some new things. So let's talk about besides the visibility with the, doing the webinars and stuff, when you were branding the pre-Joan and the, the now Super, super fabulous, Joan, because you've always been fabulous. What were some of your ROI considerations? Were you looking to get more clients, more collaborations, more? Because you've certainly... Influencer status. Yeah, you certainly are well on the way to achieving, I think, 100% of all those. Yeah, I, you know, certainly one wants to make a living. There's no doubt about it. But I never put money at the top of my list because not all rewards 
or successes are about money. Amen. There's no doubt. And I've lived my life that way. And, you know, some of your best work and best contacts and success stories have nothing to do with money. So I just wanted to have more exposure. I work in the New York City area. And quite frankly, if you can work in New York City, you can work anywhere. You have to have nerves of steel and you it's a it's a great place to work because everybody does their job. But it's a whole nother game. So I wanted to be just recognized for my work, for a body of work, for my life's work. And I felt by reaching out, doing a great deal of volunteer work, uh, which I'm very big on. I've done volunteer work all of my life on various levels. And I felt like that was very helpful to getting me out there. Joan, let's talk a little bit about the elephant in the room, the whole pandemic COVID-19. Now that we are definitely living in a time that that no one's ever really experienced and the economy downturn and many designers are thinking, hey, what should we do? We're going to reassess our business. You know, what would you say to a designer right now who's in the position that most of us are? If a designer is considering to rebrand, what would your words of advice be for them? Natalie, that is something I've been meditating on a lot is I spent the last year and a half branding myself. I had extraordinary things as a result of that planned for this year. And truly, I think I'm going to say March 13th or 14th, the world changed. So yet again, I'm reinventing what I would say to my fellow designers and friends and people listening is that this is the time to really sit back and think about your business and how you can maintain your business. But it's yet is going to be in a very different way. Looking at things, which I have been looking at already, was e-design, having that added to my website, and just starting to promote that to not only my existing clients, but to new clients. I'm also, as a result of my presentation at KBiz, which was at VFTI, uh, was presenting about actually painted kitchens and refurbishing existing kitchens and taking that to a whole nother level, which in fact, it's a very high art. So I'm rebranding that part of my company and I've done quite a bit of that work here locally. I live in an area where there are lots of old homes and beautiful structures, but people don't necessarily want to redo their kitchens and bathrooms but and save their cabinets. But I don't want to digress on that, but I'm focusing on something really niche in my business to, shall I say, pay the bills till things start to recover. <laughs> That's important, right? We still, even though we don't want to be insensitive or you know, we still have a business to run, we still have to make money for that. Joan, I have another question for you before we get into the What Up Wingnut round. But can we share your age with the audience? Uh, sure. I mean, it's it's out there. I'm, I'm 64 years old. Okay. The reason I asked that, thank you, Joan, you're a trooper, is because like Lauren Sullivan that we had on the podcast, we're having women who are reinventing themselves, rebranding, getting out there, being all they can be. It's an army ad, right? In their 50s, their 40s, their 60s, their 70s. Natalie talked to a wingnut client the other day, I, th- I think is who's... Um, I never ask. I never ask her age, <laughs> but I'm going to assume. But she's doing the same thing. She's she's bubbling up. She's a phoenix. She's rising from the ashes and, and doing it all. So I just, I, I know that there's some people out in the audience that just really need to hear that. So thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. I mean... You would never know Joan is 64. I'm just saying. It's a yeah, full-time job. 
it's my it's my second full time job. Although I pay a thousand dollars for a manicure right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, or and a massage and uh, oh, to get my hair done. I'm telling you. I doubled down on the hair color from Amazon. I did. Uh, you know, if you girls had short hair like I had, you can just let someone buzz it and you're good to go. Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> just offering that. I mean, you know, I let Abby dye my hair blue, our daughter. Yeah, Natalie is actually sitting here, Joan, with a blue streak in her hair. I swear to you. Abby did a great job. She did a great yes, job. Yes, Joan Oh, you showed it. her. Oh, yeah. yeah, it looks she very tasteful. Sure, sure it does. Joan's uh, on my side. Ha ha. Now, Joan Ravisey, I need to ask you if you're ready for the What Up Wingnut round. Okay. Now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut. Joan Ravisey, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? Uh, well, that's a beautiful question. I would love to be an oak tree, and I'll tell you yes! why. Yes! Yes! That's, that's my tree. That's Nat's tree. Because I have a number of them here on my property in New Jersey, and they're very strong. They survive, and they're beautiful all four seasons of the year. I do love me a good oak tree. I know. I you say. love me and Joan. Ha ha. <laughs> I do. I do. I, I admit it. I'm, I'm not too big to admit that. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be? A life lived. Love it. If you could have only one superpower, what would it be and why? Wow. I would cure cancer. Whoa. That's a good one. That's a great and one. And save all of my beautiful friends that I've lost. Aw. Oh. <laughs> Joan, don't make me cry before I go into the book, Rick. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, that's a beautiful one. That's a first. Yeah. Kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah. And last but not least, please recommend a book that has had a profound effect on you, either personally or professionally. I love to read. I'm a voracious reader. The last year, I've been reading a lot of self-help books, and my therapist recommended this wonderful book to me called Why Men Love Big. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's a bestseller, and I learned I I so much, and I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> Why men love b****. All right, I'm going to put that in my queue. It's perfect. It's at, right up our alley. Can I tell you, recommend it to all my friends. I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> I love it. This is why we love you, Joan. Really, you are super fabulous. Um, please tell the Wingnuts listening where they can go and, and look up all of your fabulousness. Sure. Joan Ravisey designed on Instagram. Uh, Joan Ravisey on LinkedIn. And Joan Ravisey Design on Facebook. Awesome. And your website? Is joanraviseydesign.com. That makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. <laughs> There's no curveballs there. Just back to the branding, people did tell me to use my name. Right. Well, you are the brand. And seriously, go follow her, Joan Ravisey Design, at least on Instagram. She's super fabulous and a friend of ours. Joan, thank you again for enduring us wingnuts and coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Well, you know, I love you both very much. Aww, same. Sweet Cheeks McGee. And Starlet Jethro Powell. What a lovely person Joan Ravisey is. I know that. And as we were finishing up our interview there in the green room, she was telling us, you know, now is the time really to sit back, and which we've heard from Kelly Campbell and Ashley Uhl, just to sit back and reconsider your positioning, your branding. Is it exactly what you wanted to say about you? And just dive in and do a little soul searching in this downtime for most of us, really, on the design side. Yeah, and you know, and she's right. Joan is still, she's all over. She's doubled down on her marketing. She's still making sure that she's very out there 
everybody sees her, you know, she's on Instagram, she's all over the place, like you had, you had mentioned mm-hmm. in the uh, the webinar that you guys did the together. The NKBA webinar, and I have to tell you, I was very proud, because at the time, she was still a, a client, she's since gone on and to manage her own, but when they said, what have you been doing, Joan, you're, you're social, you're all over the place on social, and you're so visible, I just, I was, had like a little... Proud mama moment. Yeah, we were very proud of Joan. <laughs> very, she has come a long way because I remember sitting at High Point and going over social with her. And let me tell you, we went from negative 101 to 101. Yes, we yeah, did. She, she's come a long way. She's quite the inspiration. And 63, gorgeous. Four. 64. Yeah, she had a birthday, remember? I still haven't gotten I her know. skincare regimen, by the way, Joan. I know you got to call her for that, she said. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that can't See? be like, no, in, in it's, special. it's special. It's special. Uh oh. It sounds nefarious and perhaps illegal. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's thinking about rebranding, now's the time. I mean, Darla said it. I've said it. Everybody said it. It just, everybody's like stepping back. I just got off the phone with someone that, you know, wants to do this and wants to do that. But everybody's so concerned about, you know, what the economy is going to be like, how it's going to go. So take this time to make sure that you take a good look at your business. Check it out. Make sure you you're sitting well to move forward once the economy does begin to move. Well said, Sweet Cheeks McGee. (laughs) Words of wisdom from Sweet Cheeks. All right, guys, that's it for today. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast or whatever the hell you're listening to this on. Tell your friends what the hell. Tell your enemies. Follow us on social at Wingnut Social. And if you need help for marketing for your high-end interior design firm, Give us a call at 1-877-WINGNOW. We will be happy to help you out. And that's it for today, Nat. Got anything else? Nope. So long. See ya. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to tune in next week for more business and marketing info and insightful interviews with industry experts and design superstars. Can't wait? Then head on over to wingnutsocial.com for more great content to help you get your business to the next level. I got your baby. What what am I saying? How do you rebrand your design firm? Steak and taters. Steak and taters for your butt. You have a Denny? Yeah, right. Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. Okay, hold on. Are you high? No. Okay. I am not. Although I can change that (laughs) readily. Good boy, Mango.